the mixture of drugs, alcohol, and mental health issues are an absolute recipe for disaster. It's like trying to cook a dish using only pickles, brown gravy, oranges, and vanilla ice cream. It's just not something that's going to work out at all, no matter how hard you try. When you're encountering someone with all those issues, the sum of all of them can be incredibly scary and a lot of times violent as well. There are a number of reasons why drugs and mental illness can be a dangerous combination. First, drugs can alter the brain chemistry in ways that can trigger and worsen mental illness. For example, marijuana can trigger anxiety and paranoia in people with schizophrenia. Second, drugs can interfere with the effectiveness of medications that are used to treat people with mental illness. And lastly, people with mental illness are more likely to abuse drugs in an attempt to cope with their symptoms. It can also lead to a number of other problems, like increased risk of suicide, violence, homelessness, and incarceration. If you haven't been able to guess it yet, I'll be talking about an incident involving at least a combination of alcohol and mental illness, but possibly drugs as well. This is an extremely new incident that just happened a couple days ago, and it was an incident that my agency was involved in. Welcome back to Music City 911. Nine one one. What is the address of your emergency? Twenty nine thirty seven Split Oak Trail. You said two nine three seven Split Oak Trail. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and this is off of Split Oak Drive and Oak Forest Drive in Antioch. Yes, ma'am. So, what is the phone number that you're calling from? I don't know the phone number, ma'am. I'm using my boyfriend's phone. What is your first and last name? Adriana Trujillo. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. My brother took the keys off the counter and he stole my car. Okay, and this happened just now? Yes, ma'am. He was drunk. We found the gas station he was at. They told us, they confirmed that he was there, and they took the car, they know it's there, and now we can't find him. Okay, what kind of vehicle is it? It's a 2019 Ford Explorer. What color? Silver. The car has been returned, ma'am. Okay. Is he there right now? Yes, he's here. What is your brother's name? Joshua Kirby. Joshua, what's his last name? Kirby. K-E-R-S-E-Y. K-E-R-S-E-Y. Is he black, white, Asian, or Hispanic? I, I, I no longer want to report it. 
Okay, well, if you just said that he was driving intoxicated and stole your car, we'll have to send an officer out to officer. you. You have to. Can you tell me a little bit more about what's going on? So, how old is your brother? He's 30. Is he black, white, Asian, or Hispanic? He's white. Okay. So what's going on now? Why are, why are you crying? What's happening? He just, he's slamming doors and stuff. I'm scared he's going to hit my mom. Okay. What color shirt and pants is he wearing? He's wearing a maroon hoodie, a black shirt, gray and greenish pants, and brown boots. He's in the house. He's screaming. Oh okay, God. listen. Hang on. Okay, maroon hoodie. What color pants? Um, grayish greenish. They're like a mix between like grayish greenish. And I'm, I'm hiding in the boots? car. My boyfriend doesn't hit my mom. <laughs> Is your mom the only one inside with him? No, my boyfriend's in there, my uncle and my aunt, too, and my kids. But if he hears me calling the cops, he's going to get violent. And he's already acting crazy. He's slamming stuff around. I can see him through the windows. Are there any weapons in the in the house? No, ma'am. Okay, what vehicle are you in in the driveway? I'm sitting in my aunt's uh, van. It's a black van. I don't know what kind of van it is. It's just like a little family van. Okay, and everyone else is inside? Yes, ma'am. How many children are inside? Four children. A five-month-old a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-year-old. Okay, so inside the house is the four children, your mother, your boyfriend, your uncle. And this is a type of call we get seriously all the time at dispatch. A relative stealing a car. Usually they don't bring it back so quickly, though. And additionally, just like this one, people will call the police wanting to report something, then a short time later, a very short time in this one, they want to cancel. There can be a number of reasons for this, but I believe a lot of times, this one included, the caller may not have wanted to have the suspect know that she had called, which might lead to further troubles with the suspect. Overall, though, the dispatcher did a good job on this. In some agencies, after the caller said the suspect brought the car home and they wanted to cancel the call, they might do just that and leave it as is. Our dispatcher knew something else was up and kept the caller on the line trying to ask further questions about what was happening. And it's a good thing she did, too. Things at the house just kept getting worse and worse. At this point, the call is still considered a domestic dispute. We get dozens of these every day, unfortunately. This doesn't make them any less of a priority. It just makes it less of a priority compared to something actually or with a big potential to be life-threatening. By that, I mean someone pointing a gun at someone, 
someone shooting a gun at someone, a stabbing, things like that. And because something like this was happening in a busier part of town where there's almost always something like the emergency calls I listed happening, sometimes these calls can hold waiting for officers to become available to dispatch. Just a few minutes after the first call came in, another call was placed. But this one was much different. I had to do a lot of work on this one. Mostly it's a lot of yelling going on, but almost all of it is in the background. It starts off in the beginning, as well as during most of the call with just that. No one talking directly with the dispatcher. When I say I had to do a lot of work on this, I had to bring up a lot of that yelling that was going on, not directly on the phone, as well as cut off some of the excess silent bits. The original call was almost 24 minutes long. I managed to cut it down a few minutes, but it's still a very, very long call. I wanted to keep in all the bits of the background talking and yelling, so you can see what happens before police get there, but also to feel what the dispatcher feels sitting and listening to this for so long. This long phone call, I'm going to let it play out. Even with the work I did on it, it's hard to hear some of the parts, but if you listen closely, you can certainly pick up what's going on. 911, what is the address of your emergency? Hello, Metro 
I'm here, okay. I am disconnected. No, I'm here. No, I'm not 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 here. No, your tires will be popped, your windows will be busted before I go to jail. Because you're not my family if you agree with my mother. I don't care! Don't say shit to me! Just keep me on the phone, okay? Just keep me on the phone.
He saw me grab a knife out of the fucking kitchen. So he put one fucking time to the kitchen. I'm I would have bothered him by that moment. Oh, 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 See how much of a fucking bitch your mother is. I hope one day you realize that. Because you know what? When you're old and gray, mama, you're going to have no one. Because you turn on people this easy. I pose no threat to anyone that is a threat against me. I love my family. Yeah. I love my sister. She gave me permission to yeah. go No, she did. Yes, she did. She can lie to everyone else. Yeah. She can't lie to No, she did I like that. Your brother, I'm no se abra esta puerta, por favor. Hay un botón.
que no lo conoce. Yo no quiero ser algo para él, pero puedo tener una pata. ¿Me entiendes? Tú no sabes lo que aguanto de mí. Thank <laughs> you. 
de tu misión. come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I'm actually very glad the dispatcher stayed on the phone as long as she did. You really get a clearer picture of what was happening there, what sort of mood the suspect was in. You hear the threats he was making. Police got to the scene, and the suspect's mother, sister, and four children went outside to meet with him. Once on the scene, police found out that the suspect had armed himself with a knife and that there was another adult male still inside the house with him. Police then went inside the house and up a set of stairs, where at the end of the hallway, they found a closed bedroom door. We'll join police with their body-worn camera audio starting when they reach the top of the stairs. Where are you? Oh, I'll kill him. He's got a hostage. 23's got a hostage. Get your rifle. There's somebody. behind the door. Hey man, it's Officer Rancine from Metro. I just want to talk. 
if you open this door, I split this throat, I'm not going to jail for another year. Well, here's the thing, boss. My name's Officer Brzee. I've got nothing left to lose. You've got nothing to talk to. you got a choice. You open the door and you kill me and you kill him, or you go away. All right, hey boss, we can't do that, you know that. Hey Josh, can you answer your phone? He kicked the phone because he's not stupid with a knife to his throat. Well, here's the thing. Someone out there wants to talk to you, okay? I don't care for nothing. I have no one left. Yes, sir, you do. You've got all these folks here for you. That's fine for you. It's not fine for me. Josh, right now you're not in trouble, buddy. You're not in trouble at all. Every single person says on every fucking shit. We're concerned for you, alright? You're not in trouble. You want to call this phone? It's going to cost you a life. You want to talk to your sister? Hey, Josh? Okay. Would you like to talk with your sister? This is just a marshal, my friends. You have two more songs. Shine the light. Come closer. I see your feet. Open the door and I'll split your fucking throat. I'm not opening the door. I'm not opening the door, Josh. As we could hear there, the suspect at that point had taken the other adult male housemate hostage at knife point. He stayed behind the door, not wanting to talk to anyone, really. His phone was ringing repeatedly with likely either a family member or a negotiator trying to talk with him, but he said he didn't want to talk with anyone and eventually slid his phone under the door. At one point, the suspect says, if you open the door, I'll kill him. Later, he followed up that with, if you open this door, I'll slit his throat. I'm not going to jail for another year. In the long 911 call, he could be heard saying the same thing regarding going to jail. Police talked with him through the closed door for over 40 minutes, trying to have a peaceful resolution. After that time, the officers that were positioned in the hallway started hearing a struggle inside and made the decision to kick open the door and enter. We gotta go. Gotta go. Let me see your hands! Let me see him right now! Let me see them right now! He hit me! Hey, drop it! Drop it! Drop it! Drop it! Back up! The suspect... 30-year-old Joshua Kersey was seen fighting with the roommate and both fell to the floor. After falling to the floor, officers asked him to drop the knife. Fearing the attack would continue in trying to save the victim from imminent danger, the lead officer fired one shot at close quarters, hitting the suspect in the area between the upper abdomen and chest. Officers immediately rendered aid to the suspect, but he ended up passing away from the gunshot wound there at the scene. This is a very hard thing for dispatchers, police, and especially the family to deal with. No one ever wants anything remotely close to this to happen. If you know someone who is struggling with mental illness, please do try to help. Be encouraging. 
be positive. Do what you can to help them realize that they're still loved. And if that's not enough, there are services available that can intervene. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you'd like to help the show out, you can do so, most importantly, by sharing show with others. This can be done by word of mouth or by sharing on social media. Word of mouth is most impactful, but social media has a much greater reach. Any new listeners always helps out greatly. You can also hop on over to patreon.com slash musiccity911 for ad-free and bonus content. I've just uploaded a quick-hitting mini-episode there just today talking about a very tragic crime. Follow the show on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and do the same over at YouTube. I just uploaded a couple of oldie but goodie episodes, one involving a violent prison escape from Georgia, and one where I talked about the North Hollywood bank robbery and shootout from back in the 90s. I've also been trying to do a bit more with other YouTubers and have been interviewed on a couple of their shows and have a couple more in the works. If you'd like to watch those, check out their channels. I was just recently on the channel Scribe Light and Publicly Buzzed, and both were a lot of fun. I'll have links to both of those videos in the show notes. Come on over to the Facebook discussion group also if you want to talk about this episode and any others you'd like to talk about. Until next time, for Music City 901, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.